should be recording nowzers. Are, are we recording? I think Fuck we it, were. we'll do it live. <laughs> I know hey, I'm guys. Recording. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Skates Throats podcast. This is your host, Chris Patton. And as always, I'm here with my good friends, Dakota Lashock and Lolo Keegan. How's it going, Dakota? Hello there. How are you, people? We, uh... I gotta tell you, man. I thought the apocalypse would be a little more uh, fun than it's than it's been. It's it's kind of boring. Yeah, and I mean, but it did bleed our episode of the last podcast. Or never mind, we just didn't hit record. <laughs> we forgot to record last week's episode. If you're not privy to the information, uh, which is why it doesn't exist. <laughs> so this is episode 373 of uh, and a half. I yes. think that that matches up, right? Yeah, I don't. Keegan, how are you doing, bud? Uh, I'm doing good. You know, after I uh, after I came to terms with the fact that uh, the world's ending, I was like, all right, well, <laughs> you know, what's the worst thing? You know, this is what happens. You you live fast, eat ass, you die young. So. <laughs> yeah. Poetry. Keegan's out here just catching a coli while everyone else is catching this. it'll make me it'll make me see it's 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 protection bro like coronavirus is gonna look at you and be like oh damn you got e coli nah like (laughs) don't sully my good name (laughs) you know coronavirus Uh, is gonna be the name of some shitty bowling team in like six years (laughs) six years that's being generous I saw a shirt that said "Panic at the Costco" earlier, and I was like, "That's kind of spot on." <laughs> that, that's good. That's good. <sighs> All right. Well, let's get let's get into it since we're already talking about it. The NHL, as of what was it Thursday, stopped yep. uh, postponed the season. Um, good news for hockey fans. This seems to be short term, um, and they've already started releasing schedules for the makeup dates of the games. It doesn't seem like it's going to push the playoffs. Uh, to like August, which is what I was worried about, because like, I don't know if you guys have ever been in August, at least not in Georgia. It's uh, kind of terrible. Yeah, <laughs> but, really so, uh, but yeah, no, all that aside, um, there's been some teams step up and decide to pay the, I guess, the employees, the staff that would be working those games. One of those teams being the Devils. I, I don't know. I haven't looked up like everyone in the league, but the Devils and uh, even here locally with the NBA canceling, the Atlanta Hawks stepped up and they're paying all their employees for those missed dates, which I think is pro- a really positive thing to talk about um, in the scenario, just seeing the good people. Um, I, You guys have your own teams, your favorite teams. Are they doing, are they following suit with this or, or how are things going out in Philly, Dakota? Yeah, I think I saw something on the, uh, on Philly's, uh, twitter page that they were going to be paying their uh their employees which is that's just excellent so very cool and uh the uh, a place right now that has shut down broadway which is absolutely fucking insane out there in the uh new york region keegan uh how's your team doing and then how are they handling this i guess i mean let, let's be real. Uh, just like a lot of Detroit fans right now, we're kind of excited. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> sorry, it appears I have the coronavirus as well. <clears throat> oh, no. 
Oh god. It it's um How do I even begin to say this, you know? It's it's just such a we we don't have any games, you know, the AHL closed down. The Rangers themselves, they CHL's done too. Right, you know, just every, the the entire league shut down. And the Rangers to be included in that one. It's just it, it we're so we were so close to getting ready and having that push to make the playoffs. <laughs> Here comes the Rangers yeah. fan. And the one yeah. time the Flyers are actually good. Dakota actually has something to be upset about. <laughs> this post, this playoff push, the Rangers are going to make is pretty much non-existent. So, um, no, I, I guess more more <laughs> of the question was what? How are they treating their employees? Have have they followed suit with the rest of the NHL or or? Oh, I, I would say that I haven't seen anything on uh, actually uh, the Rangers specifically. I might have missed something, but I haven't I haven't seen anything in regards to what they're doing. Yep, sounds about right for the Rangers. Let's look uh-huh. it up quick. Uh, Rangers paying and stadium employees. We'll do a quick Google. You guys talk while I'm doing that. Did you know that the zebra is neither white with black stripes, but black with white stripes? Okay, this, are you are you just reading like one of those? No, I don't have a Snapple in front of me right now. Uh, <laughs> it was either that or like the lollipop or the the popsicle sticks. Yes. No. Okay, I, I see absolutely nothing about this for the New York Rangers. I could be missing it, or my search is not going well. But uh, hopefully, complete. Hopefully, they're. Uh, they're going to come out and follow suit with the rest of the league. I know the Devils were one of the, one of the first teams, and, and like I said, the Atlanta Hawks, um, and multiple multiple arenas. Like Mark Cuban was one of the first guys, the, the Dallas Mavericks owner. The thing you want people to be fearful about is their income in such already such a weird, shitty situation. So I think this is like, if your team does this, you have to feel good about it. Like it, it makes you feel like at least they're trying to take care of people. It's a bad situation all around. Um, like I said, Broadway is very similar. It's shut down for two full weeks. I get that the games are postponed, so they're still going to get that payment, in theory, for working those games. But that was income that people relied on for their everyday lives, so it's good to see some of these teams stepping up and uh, making that move. And, and, and in the NBA, you know, uh, to some extent, some players are donating money also to the staff, which is uh, solid because it's not just uh, sporting events that are, you know, affected by this it's kind of any public gathering um so you know good on the devils and i guess good on the flyers and the rangers uh calgary flames and the fucking winnipeg jets being the fucking toilet ass teams that they are saying they're not going to yeah the calgary flames basically just came out and we're like nah we're not doing that <laughs> i can't find anything about the rangers so they may not have they just may not have made a public statement yet but calgary literally they're in the the news today as being like no they're one of those teams that's just like nah (laughs) we ain't doing nothing supper (laughs) i guess you uh you figure out how to eat (laughs) you got a part-time job that feels bad guess i'll uh, see you see you behind the jack in the box huh Ugh, fucking just, just like why 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 
if you see every other team doing that, like how why would you do that to your fan base? <laughs> fucking Ebenezer Scrooge runs it. <sighs> That's very true. Hey, sell it back to Atlanta. We're taking care of people yeah, exactly. that are getting Phillips Damn. right now. And I would love to see did. Yeah, I would love to see that Atlanta Flames logo <laughs> back in full force. Back where it belongs in the A Town. Um <laughs> ten fans in attendance. Well, no, me and you will go, so that that's well, yeah, that's two, two of ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're the two of the ten. Eight other uh, people. I don't know, man. Now that they now, now that they have like people have rallied so hard behind the MLS of the uh, United, I think if the right ownership came in and bought a hockey team, just let it be Arthur Blank. He does good with all the other ones. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I was thinking if the right ownership put some money behind it and actually made people give a shit and didn't draft a horrible team, then maybe yeah, people would give care. It they did draft Koval, but Koval Chuck though. So I mean. To one out of 17 first-round draft picks. One gem. One gem's all we needed. Hey, we had the heater, man. 50 and 06. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, um, we don't have a whole lot to talk about this week, obviously. So, yeah, it's like the uh, first let's, time let's... my phone has not blown up from NHL. <laughs> This is like back to the summer, and uh, we didn't really have as much time to prepare as we normally would have. With uh, and we would try to come up with a great rivalry or a classic game. To if you listen to any of the, some of those first podcasts over the summer, um, we're gonna do some top fives. Oh and, man, uh, I was I was so I was prepared on standby. I was gonna you were gonna be like Dakota, take it away, and I'd have been like, on this day, we're gonna discuss the history of Kentucky Fried Chicken. And it's founder, Harlan <laughs> Sanders. So uh, with our top fives, basically what we're going to do is current players. Welcome to the... <laughs> God, I'm, now I'm off my game because I'm thinking about fried chicken and not... Yeah, you're thinking about, about the 11 herbs and spices, man. I know. <laughs> I've got them. Well, it's more like the fact that we talk about fast food on this show so much is... <laughs> We're trying to get Bill Castle to come on. (laughs) Like, I'm legitimately starting to get worried that these these brands are going to reach out to us and be like, hey, like, don't talk about us, please. (laughs) To be fair, Bill Castle's going to listen in one day and be like, yo, hey, man, uh, I was wondering if I could come do an interview. Uh, We hear about those 11 herbs and spices. (laughs) Do you know know how to make gas station hot dogs? Uh... triple a batteries that expired i know what we're doing how many of those like toasters that do the buns and hot dogs at the same time do you think phil kessel owns at least (laughs) three but no more than five (laughs) disgusting the same amount of uh mariah carey signed posters um all right so We'll kick it off. I'm going to start with goalies, and we're just going to go with our top five. We'll start with five and pass it off to each person. I will go first. My number five current goaltender playing, and uh, a guy I think that's not been getting a lot of love just because of uh, his location is uh, Mr. Ben Bishop. I think he's been very, very solid this year. He's uh, currently sitting at a GAA of 2.50, save percentage, um, not as good. I'm going to say he's below 0.920, and uh, 
not not a whole lot of shutouts, but Ben Bishop is a great goaltender. He's been very solid for that Dallas Stars team. And uh, just overall, I hate playing him in NHL because he's one big bitch. <laughs> and it's a video game. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to put him at number five. There's some, we have uh, obviously have this list is going to be pretty stacked coming up uh, for the, the rest of my picks. But Dakota, what is your number five top? My number five in the league right now. Let's see. I'm gonna say Connor Hellebuck, but, but you know what? You know you know who he is. Winnipeg's goalie. Hellebuck. Hellebuck. <laughs> yeah, Connor Hellebuck is a he's a really good goalie on a team that's uh, kind of been inconsistent. He's been a really good. He's been a bright spot in that team. Uh, so he's got six shutouts this uh, this season. So that's pretty fucking good. I think he's, he's actually leading the league in uh, shutouts right now with six. I mean, not that there's anything going on, but... Yeah, there's not much. When the season still existed. <laughs> yeah, when, when the season still existed. Uh, Keegan, how about your number five? And I have a feeling that somewhere between five and four, there's a Ranger going to show up, but I could be wrong. All right, so number five is actually going to be my Ranger. Uh <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I'm putting this kid at uh, number five is due to the fact that he only has 12 games played. Uh, I'm going to throw Igor Shesterkin on the list already because I feel like I talk about him every show. Maybe I have a man crush. Maybe I respect his ability. The world may never know. Um, he, he's a nasty goaltender. He's very aggressive, and I love that. He's bringing a young, fast-paced goaltending game to the Rangers, and I absolutely love it. The only problem is, again, he's only played 12 games. He's won 10, you know, but he's only played that 12. So that's the only reason I can't put him higher on the list. Uh, if he had, you know, if he had hit, you know, a higher mark, I'd be like, absolutely, we can move him up. But he only has those 12. So I'm putting him at number five only due to that factor. Yep. I mean, I totally agree with you, and he would definitely be an honorable mention for me. If not just because he's really fun to watch play, but I think there is just a very high ceiling on that kid. He's going to be a great goaltender, which sucks if you're in the Metro as a Devils fan. Um, but the last it experience we... as a Devils fan. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I, I do know the last time the Devils played the Rangers, he got pretty fucking domed up and did not look great. So there's that. <laughs> All right, my number five and a guy I think has been getting looked, or my number four and a guy that I think has been getting looked over is uh, Tristan Yari and what he's been able to accomplish behind the Penguins, who I don't think have the best defense. Um, right now, Malkin's kind of been carrying that team a little bit, but he's uh, sitting at a 2.43 and uh, has just overall been playing very solid for that team. And if he got a point, I think he's like a 0.921 for save percentage or something. Um, just overall has been playing really, really solid in net, and hopefully he stays healthy. I, I feel like if he goes down for some reason, the, the Penguins are just going to be done. Um, but he's played really, really great for them on, on, on what I would consider like a mismatch, uh, like, well, a mashup of defense between some some vets like Chris Letang, who are always going to be kind of solid, and then just, I would say, like second or third line defense players that are not huge names. Um, but he's looked really, really good this season. I hate to put him on this list because fuck the Penguins. 
but uh, also deserves to be on the list. I think he's been a great uh, goaltender. So my number four is Tristan Jari. Uh, Dakota, what's your what's your number four, sir? Uh, my number four, I would have to. Uh, actually, it's your number five, Ben Bishop. I mean, I I have enjoyed watching the Stars this season. It's good that they're, you know, they're they're a solid team. I think once this season uh, resumes, they're going to make a pretty strong push in the playoffs. And with him there, it's a uh, you know, those are good odds. And uh, do you have any thoughts about Tristan Jari? And if yeah, he's on your list, you yeah, just I, Tristan it. Jari was my number three just because, you know, the way the Penguins have rocketed this season, although they're kind of sliding lately, uh, you know, again, when the season existed. Uh, yeah, I don't think the Penguins have the strength to make a strong push in the playoffs this season. Uh, just as I mean, I mean, speaking as uh, a fan and trying to be unbiased, I don't think they're going to get by Philadelphia and uh, Washington. So you're saying as a Flyers fan? As a Flyers fan. This is the very first time I've said that. So, I mean, you can. uh, It's all good. Uh... I can't even speak today. I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> Stoned out of his mind. <laughs> Number four for you, Mr. Keegan. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun one. Um, I I was torn because part of me was like, oh, I could put another Ranger on the list, but I I'm gonna I'm gonna avoid that. Uh, I'm gonna throw number four down into Las Vegas with uh, Mark Andre Fleury. This season, it's he's uh he's been there, uh you know definitely point nine five uh point nine oh five save percentage uh two point seven seven goals allowed, uh you know it it's there he's definitely a good goaltender he's been good this year, it's it's Vegas you know like hi welcome to the big leagues baby. You know, Vegas is a good team, and they definitely have a good goaltender sitting there in net. So I'm definitely going to have to be throwing him on that list as well. Funny enough, I actually have him on my list at number uh, three for me. Um, Good. I'm glad I took your fire. (laughs) Um, I would just let everyone keep in mind, he's won 27 games. He's lost 16, but like Vegas has been flourishing since he came back. Uh, remember that he was gone for almost a full month and they were playing with Malcolm Subban and Ned. Uh, so kind of to step back in that role, he's such an integral part of that team. And yeah, if you're just looking at it by stats and save percentages, maybe he's not, he's definitely not in the lead leaguers or uh, lead league leaders. Sorry if I can get the words out. Um, but he, he's just so important and, and important to that team. And in the playoffs, he sometimes gets even better. So, um, I mean, 27 wins, 16 losses, that's, you know, over 50% of the games he's played in. So, yeah, great player. And, uh, yeah, that's, I'm going to put him at my number three. And I, I think I should prerequisite this with, I, mine is not going to be all stat based. It's going to be kind of up in the air. But I think Mark Andre Fleury is the difference between Vegas going deep in the playoffs and not going deep playoffs because he's just that damn good of a goaltender and means so much to that team so he's sitting at my number three uh dakota you have you've given us our number three do you yeah like... mine's Tristan Jerry. 
Uh, I can go ahead and go with uh, my number two if you want. Well, let's send it over to uh, let's send it over to Keegan for his number three goaltender, and then you can uh, you can ch- we'll chime in with our twos. Right, uh, number three. Huh. Do I want to? Do I want to go with him? Do I? I don't feel I like I do. do. I, I don't feel like, feel like I don't. Should I stay or should I go now? <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to throw it over to uh, Calgary, uh, Mr. Cam Talbot. Um, he has not been great via you know game wise if you look at stats, but maybe I just have a soft spot for him. Um, you know, twelve wins or twelve wins, ten losses. So he. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he's uh he's coming close to that 500 mark. However, I mean, I I know the potential that he has and I feel like Calgary just I don't know, something's going around in Calgary or Calgary, sorry, where I don't think he's going to be able to reach that. I don't know if it's the team in front of him or what, you know, probably is, but I I'm going to have to throw Cam Talbot in there. Um he's got a point nine one nine save though, you know. So when he's when he's in net, you know, he he's saving. <laughs> it's just I don't know. The, the team isn't scoring. Yeah, that team has had some ups and downs, and we were we were even hearing trade rumors coming out of that team for some like specifically some players I never thought they would actually lead that team. So uh, yeah, Calgary's kind of a weird spot. This whole mess with them just being like, nah, we ain't paying people would definitely keep him off my list in general, unfortunately for him, but he is a great goaltender. And I, I do think there are some uh, really good players. Like I, I know for a fact that I have some honorable mentions. One of them is Elvis out in, uh, out in Columbus and uh, definitely a few others. They could easily make this list, but um, yeah, my number two, and I think well-deserved number two is Mr. Tuka Rask. Yeah, that's my number two as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's sitting at a 2.12 for GAA. His save percentage is a .929. And his shut, he has, I think he's either first or second in shutouts with like five, which is absolutely ridiculous. Him, him Fleury, and Elvis uh, are... I think they all have five shutouts, which is just fucking nuts to think about. Um, but he's been great for his team. Obviously, Boston's doing really, really well. Um, so that's my number two. Keegan, do you have any other thoughts of Tuca since he's also your number two? That was Dakota, you racist bastard. Yeah. I'll have you know I am white. Oh, Whoa, oh, wait a minute! <laughs> huh? <laughs> Insert the uh, home improvement <laughs> sound there. Um, yeah, Dakota, you want to take that away since it was your number two and not mine? Well, my number two is also Tuka Rask. That's why we're yeah. throwing it over to you for your number two. Oh, I thought you were saying that it was also my number two. I was like, no, oh, no, no, no. no. Tuka Rask is actually my number one. Um, and I'm as the stone one, I'm still following clearly the conversation. <laughs> Yeah, Keegan, yeah. you're acting like a number two right now. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Um, Tuca's actually my my numero uno on this list. Um, but my number two is actually going to go to Darcy. 
the the kid just the, the poor kid can't catch a break. I mean, you know, he gets injured, he gets healthy, starts playing again, and what happens? Coronavirus. You know, like he just he cannot get back on the ice to save his life. <laughs> um, you know, another another one of those poor unfortunate souls where the team just the team in front of him is not producing as well as they should. Um, oh, Darcy Cooper, great goaltender, absolutely great goaltender. Um, you know, 903 shots faced, 838 saved. You know, that, that goes to a .928. He's allowed 2.22 on average. So, I, I look, man, I get it. The numbers look The numbers look weird, but the dude's an amazing goaltender, flat out. All right, Dakota, I'm going to let you give your number one before I give my number one. So go ahead and take it away, sir. I was going to recommend that because I didn't want you stealing mine. My number one's Carter fucking Hart, man. <laughs> He's a fucking <laughs> legend in the net already. Uh, just an insanely, insanely good young goalie that I think is really just going to keep getting better over time. And it's, you know, again, with not to not to throw it back to the coronavirus, but, you know, the one time the Flyers are doing really good, <laughs> the season shuts down. <laughs> no, but I feel like when they come back, uh, he's going to be strong as ever, rested. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. For sure, for sure. Keegan, who is your number one goaltender? Tukaresk. I knew it. You bastards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my number one goaltender, because fuck the world, is Mackenzie Blackwood, because he's out here carrying See, his team. y'all bad bitches out here talking about, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You can't pick your own favorite goaltender. You can't pick your own team. Yeah, I can. I can. Show I me can, the rules. Because Mackenzie Blackwood has been the best goaltender since January. I right, screw Tuka. Screw Tuka. It's King team. Lundy. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> It can't be lungless. This is what not having hockey is doing to us. <laughs> I will say Blackwood's got three shutouts. He's a .915 on a very, very terrible team. And if you've watched the Devils play at all, <laughs> in any close game, he's just constantly bailing water out of the ship. He's been absolutely fucking phenomenal. My only worry is that he's so phenomenal he's going to hurt himself, much like Corey Snyder. So, I, I, you know, they didn't play the rest of the year. I was going to be completely fine with that because obviously the season is a wash for the Devils at this point, and I don't want Blackwood to get hurt. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but no, he's great. And there's, obvi- like I said, there's definitely some honorable mentions here. Kadobin's been absolutely incredible. Um, not my favorite goaltender to watch, but great goaltender Elvis uh, as we talked about earlier and uh Carey Price surprisingly um with four shutouts and that he's to me he's playing on a very bad team outside of Shea Weber that defense is fucking Swiss cheese so um any other honorable mentions for you guys uh definitely Jake Allen I would be remiss if I didn't mention Jake Allen because he's a great fucking goalie uh to be playing in St. Louis who already has a great goalie it's good that they have a tandem team that are just both really good Um, I would definitely, I would definitely mention Connor Hallibuck. You know, he, dude is a great goaltender. I honorable mention, uh, for me, most likely due to the fact that it's, you know, Winnipeg and, uh, you know, fuck Winnipeg. Um, 
But other than, <laughs> other than that, you okay, bud? <laughs> no, no. See, they canceled all sports, so I resulted to to you know cockfighting, and I I think that that was a bad idea. And now I have bird flu. I think we're gonna have to quarantine you, bro. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Anybody else watch that bowling that was on? That shit was good. <laughs> that <was> bowling. <laughs> yeah, I heard that like. You know, they're going to be doing some cornhole on ESPN later. <laughs> yeah, man, I can get down with that. Welcome to the Cornhole Throats podcast. <laughs> Where we talk about cornholing and throats. Oh, don't, don't, uh, no, 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 I don't think that'll ever work. <laughs> yeah, it, it turns out that's not a good idea, Chris. No. All right, so do you guys want to do defensemen or forwards next? Let's do forwards. Oh, you're so boring. Yeah, okay. Well, do one. Let's do forwards. So uh, I'll start it out. My number five is uh, Nikita Kucherov. I think he's been playing amazing this season uh, for the Lightning. And you can tell by the fact the Lightning started kind of turning it on after that first month of the season. He's sitting at 85 points. Um, he's just a blast to watch. He's really fun to watch. Very fast skater. Um I don't know how much more I could really say about the guy, but he's just been killing it out there, especially on a team that's supposed to be Stamkos' team. It's uh, It looks more like Kucherov's team, in my opinion. Uh, what's your number five, Dakota? Uh, you're going to love it. It's Brad Marchand, the old rat himself. Oh, God. You know what? Say what you want, man. The guy's got 87 fucking points this season. Yeah, he's... he's, uh, he's sli- true, to his, uh, true to his Land O'Lakes name, he is a slippery bastard. <laughs> I can't hate on this because I actually have him uh, on my list as well. Uh, I'll give the numbering later, but uh, pass it over to you, Keegan. Who is your number five forward? Oh, my number five forward? Uh, well, that's a tough one, uh, mostly because I hate all of these players that I really want to put on there due to the fact of how good they're playing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys for being good. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll have to go. I'll have to go with uh, Pasternak. He's been playing really strong as well, mostly because I don't want to go with uh, Marshan just because I don't like him. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'll, I'll have to throw him at my number five. You know, twenty-one points this season. Can't definitely a good player. Now that you brought up Pasternak, I can't put Marchand on my list because he's not better than the other players that I have on my list, even stat-wise. Um, yeah, so going to my number four, I have uh, I have Mr. Panera Bread himself, or, T- or Timmy Panarin. I think he's had an incredible season. Um, I hate him. He's a Ranger, obviously, so that means he sucks. But outside of that, he's got 95 points. He's playing on kind of a middling, not to throw shade at you, but if if you look at the Rangers, they've not been super solid on offense outside of some some key players, but he has really shined for them. And uh, I think he's sitting at like fourth or fifth in points or whatever right now, and he's just been a, a phenomenal player for them. So he is my number four, and that's the first time I think I've put a Ranger on any list I've had. Feels good, don't it? It's funny you mention that because my number four is fucking Mika Zibanejad, and he's nowhere near the top of the list, and I think he's number 12th in points. Uh, but uh, who else has had a five-fucking-goal game professionally? 
It's just nuts, <laughs> dude. Like, he's going on my list because that's just fucking awesome to see. Yeah, definitely incredible performance. Keegan, who is your number four, sir? Well, it was going to be Mika, but, uh, you know, yeah. basically for that exact same reason. But I'll have to swap it up. Uh, I'll, throw, I'll throw Patty Kane on there. <clears throat> you know, this he's still... You know, he's still he's still performing, you know, definitely the heart and soul of that Chicago team. Um, definitely a, uh, a household name, uh, be it for the mullet or his skills on the ice. Uh, I'm definitely going to have to add him onto my uh, my number four. Uh, Mika, I, I would put him on there, but. <sighs> he's already <laughs> represented, so it's OK. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good way to look at it, right? Oh, man. All right, so we're getting my number three, and I'm going to give this to Mr. Pasta himself, David Pasternak. I kind of could toss him and Brad Marchand into a blender and pick one, I guess. Um, I just hate Marchand, so he's not going to make the list. And Pasta's been great this year, continues to uh, be a legitimate threat via anytime he's on power play or over time it seems like he makes some big goals that's the other thing and, um, i hate those nhl commercials with him drinking coffee or whatever but outside of that he's been a great player and a lot of fun to watch even though i i'm not a huge bruins fan um but yeah i, I he's well deserved number three on my list so dakota who is your number three sir i'm just thinking if you put david posternock and brad marchand in a blender you'd get braved marsternock and that'd be a fucking threat on the ice yeah. What um, the hell? <laughs> yeah, man. That's what he was talking about putting them in a blender. God damn. I'm just like, damn, what a what a threat that would be. Bravid. Bravid Marcher knock. That that might be like a slipping hazard. <laughs> I feel like that's your created player on any children. <laughs> it is. It is. I put them together. He's uh, already no. thought about this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. This is gonna be a controversial one, but my number three is Jack Eichel, just for the solo fact that this guy is fucking carrying Buffalo on his back for an God entire damn season. Damn it, Dakota! I love it. He is right. the heart and soul of that Buffalo team. I guess you and Keegan are on the same wavelength of players, since he gets pissed every time you name someone. So Keegan, who's your my number three is going to be Jack Eichel because he's the heart and soul of the Buffalo team. He's the reason Buffalo is still even around. <laughs> God damn it! All right, <laughs> I love the guy in the USA jersey. That's the only one. <laughs> oh man, Jesus I, I love Why Jack Eichel. I, I copied your notes, man. <laughs> Are you guys cheating off each other on the test? Yes. <laughs> All right. So I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give honorable mentions to some players. Um, Patty Kane, obviously, Austin Matthews, Jonathan Huberto, um, Dreisaitl. I, I know that he's scored a fuck ton and has a ton of points, but he's not making my list as a top player. I think he just benefits from playing with another really great player that is on my list. Uh, and, and also just, you know, to throw a shout out to one of the devils, Nico Heischer has had a, a pretty good season. You know, he made it, he made the all-star team and he plays on, uh, what I would consider kind of a fucking mixed bag of players right now for the New Jersey devils. So that's an honorable mention for me. My number two is, uh, oh man, this is so fucking hard to say. I, 
my number two is Nathan McKinnon. I think God he's been damn. absolutely phenomenal. And uh, him and Quinn Hughes have this real connection that makes them terrifying to see play with one another. Uh, as we've seen from the, from the rookie points as a defenseman, Quinn Hughes is going to make another one of these or be talked about in another fucking list a little later on. But he's uh, those two guys together has been absolutely incredible. And watching Connor go like full yard, so to speak, with his speed is just insane on some of the breakaways and things he's had this year. It's, it, he's absolutely fucking incredible. He's probably uh, one of my favorite players to watch outside of my number one, which you can probably draw conclusions on who that is based on, I already talked about dry sidle, but uh, yeah, I'm going to pass it over to you, Dakota. Who is your number two, sir? Well, it was going to be fucking uh, what you just said, but I guess That's it'll be yeah, uh, Kenny Malkin, just for the same reason, uh, fucking, Jack Eichel's on my list. He's carrying that team. And Tristan Jerry's doing a hell of a job, too, so I will give him that. Malkin's so weird because he, like, blew up when Crosby was gone, and then Crosby came back. And the team is not doing terrible or anything. But they're not doing great, either. It's like he just relaxes when Crosby's there. (laughs) Malkin, if you don't want to play with Crosby... Until the Beast. (laughs) Yeah, if you don't want to play with Crosby, you can come play for the Devils. That'd be great. Take that. <laughs> what do we got? Number right, two. Keegan, who is your... <clears throat> yeah, number two. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Panarin. Uh, mostly due to the fact that him on the Rangers has been absolutely beautiful to watch. He's meshing so well with Micah Kreider. Uh, well, of course, before his extension injury. And uh, Julian Gauthier. You know, de- definitely just meshing so well. Uh, plus 36, you know, can't can't go wrong. 32 goals, 63 assists. And he, he's up there in the points board. Uh, he's definitely going to be my number two. Yeah, I like I said, he made my list for the obvious reasons. I, I do have one throwback question. Do you think he's worth the payday they gave him based on his performance? Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a legitimate question because he is getting bankrolled pretty highly uh, by All the Rangers right, right now. If, but if he's gonna... been absolutely incredible this year. So I no, this is not me being sarcastic or being a dick. Honest opinion. How do you feel about that contract? I definitely don't think he's uh, he's a who's hot of payday, but he's definitely not a who's not. Um, he's definitely uh, he's towards the lower end of a who's hot era. You know kind of thing if you want to look at it like that um is he worth the entirety of it this season probably um but is it going to be a consistent thing with him and that's that's my biggest issue so i mean he's definitely i definitely think he's uh he's worth it for right now we'll we'll see going down the line okay dakota how do you feel about that contract I mean, as far as I'm concerned, he's produced for me. I mean, he's not—he's obviously not a flop. Uh, I think he'll continue to get better. Yeah, and I, I mean, you're going to have to pay these players some big money, especially if, if you don't know your team is going to make the playoffs at this point. I think it was a good pickup for the Rangers. I don't think the contract's that bad. Uh, I, I, um, Keegan, I feel like you owe me an apology for thinking I was going to bury this contract immediately. <laughs> for getting my thoughts on it but uh my number one 
And number one with a bullet is Connor McDavid. He's fucking incredible. Like, just watch the guy play. It's absolutely insane. Leon Dreisaitl's points, yeah, he's got more points, but it's because of Connor McDavid. Like, Connor McDavid changes anyone he plays with on a line. It's absolutely ridiculous. He's pretty much the only reason that Edmonton, him and Dreisaitl are the only reason Edmonton's even in the playoff conversation. And uh, he just continues to be the best player in hockey. He had to be my number one, as bad as I hate it, uh, just because I, it's like the fanboy Michael Jordan pick of favorite player or whatever, but he's just fucking incredible to watch. He's a great player, and he seems like a genuinely nice guy. So uh, that's my number one. It's Connor McDavid. Dakota, who is your number one? My number one's Nathan McKinnon, and it's just because he's been an outstanding player this season. Uh, he's really he's really turned the Colorado Avalanche into a to a serious playoff threat. Um, I, I just I, I gotta give it to him. Him and Kale McCarr are like perfect together. Fuck! I met Kale McCarr earlier when I was talking, and I said Quinn Hughes because I was looking at my notes when I was uh, talking about. You know what? I did I did pick that up. I'm like I'm like he doesn't play. He plays on the Canucks, right? I know. Fuck me. So apologies if you made it this far into the podcast before saying this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. I met Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr has been performing excellently. <laughs> on that defensive line uh sorry vancouver fans sorry Avalanche fans I, my notes just got mixed up on that uh keegan who is your number one uh my number one uh since we're loading questions and whatnot uh it's gonna be oh, connor Jesus. mcdavid okay. i'm helping you with the ghosts and uh i'm, I'm gonna fire this one off with connor mcdavid Due to the fact that, yeah, you know, everything you just said, like, yeah, Leon Dreisaitl's great. He's ahead of him in points and everything like that. However, where would he be without Connor McDavid, you know? So I'm definitely, I'm going to have to throw Connor McDavid. Um, Dreisaitl, of course, honorable mention, but I think Connor McDavid out of the two is the better choice. The other part is, like, I think Connor McDavid has missed games this year, whereas Dreisaitl hasn't. Right. Yeah, um, Connor McDavid had that injury to deal with. So just looking at the top of the points board, you're like, Jesus Christ, this guy's insane. He's almost at 100 points, and we still have two weeks left, two or three weeks left of hockey. Um, he's just an absolute monster, man. I don't think we've seen anything like Connor McDavid since, you know, Crosby, uh, when Crosby first broke in. So well-deserved number one, sir. I agree with you. I also, uh, yeah, as we we saw earlier or talked about earlier mckinnon is on my list dakota who is your number five defenseman number five defenseman oh i'm gonna be honest i have to switch over to my points i know john carlson's on that list i can't remember if he's number five or number four uh let us i'll just say john carlson uh because obviously the washington capitals have been doing fucking amazing this season um, and he's a big part of that. He's a great defenseman. He he's definitely a great defenseman, and uh, I I fucking have him way higher on my list. <laughs> I'll say that. But uh, uh, Keegan, who is your number one defenseman or number five defenseman? Yeah, number five. Um, <clears throat> that's tough. That's really tough. Uh. I think with number five, I'll just have to go with uh, with Tony D'Angelo from the New York Rangers. Um, you know, 
the dudes the dudes have been pretty pretty solid playing with the Rangers. Um, definitely comparable to uh, to Makar. Um, absolutely, uh, just has a little bit more time I think in the uh, in the penalty box, but <laughs> uh, great great number uh, g- great defender. Um, probably an easy way to start off my my top five list. My top five is uh, my number five, I should say, is Zach Wierenski, former Devil, playing out in Columbus. I think he's uh, been phenomenal for them, and uh, very sad the Devils let him go via trade, because especially because they need defense. He's been a great defensive player, and he also, I think, holds the most goals right now for a defenseman at 20. Uh, so he's been producing for them as well. Um, like I said, just just a great overall player. Miss him as a Devils fan. Um but glad to see him having some success in Columbus. Uh, moving on to number four, Dakota, who is your number four defense? Victor Hedman. No, I mean, we're going we're gonna to say this again and again. It's uh, not really Stammer's team. It's Kucherov's. Uh, Victor Hedman, huge part of the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning success. He's a hell of a defenseman, uh, an assist machine. Yeah, he's got 44 assists this season, so it's uh, – it's it's fun to watch. I hate to watch it because I kind of hate the Tampa Bay Lightning, but uh, yeah, he's a great player on a great team. Yeah, I concur, and he's actually my number four as well. So I'll go ahead and say Victor Hedman. Anyone who's listened to this podcast, I brag on Victor Hedman all the time. I think he is a big part of Tampa being as good as they've been for the past five years. He's just an absolute fucking machine. He plays, you know. He'll play anywhere from 23 to 27 minutes, and it's no problem for this guy. He's just fucking incredible. And uh, just like overall skill level and not based on just the season, he would easily be my number one, I think. Um, Yeah, so I'm a huge Victor Hedman mark, so to speak, if you're a wrestling fan. Keegan, who is your number four, sir? Sorry, I'm going to have to go with uh, Zdeno Chara. Um, You know... Stats wise, not not a big threat. However, if you watch him on the ice and the changes he makes in the game, definitely a great defender. Um, teams really have to figure out a way to kind of take him out of the equation before they can really start playing. Um, add that with you know his deep pairing, um, it, it he's good. He, he's a uh, a good player. Definitely have to go with Zidane Char for four. Yeah, I, I mean, we can't say enough good things about Char. Everyone loves Char being chirpy and trying to fight people. He's like the old man that's like, get off my lawn right now uh, in the league, which I really, really love. He, he's definitely an honorable mention for me. But uh, he, one of his teammates is actually on my list for defense, which is Tori Krug. Um, just great all around player he's sitting i think at like 48 or 49 points very solid and a big uh, an integral part of that team i would say uh so my number three is actually tory crew uh dakota who is your number three sir my number three uh let's see i'm gonna have to go with sorry my notes got jambled again uh oh shit quinn hughes uh, for Vancouver, obviously, kids having a fucking incredible season. You know, I think uh, 
Vancouver truly got the uh, superior fuse model. <laughs> As of right now, that is true. <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, I look forward to seeing what the Canucks do in the uh, as this season draws to an end, because I'm sure they're going to make the playoffs, and they're going to do good. Wait, are we on three or two? <laughs> uh, that was my number three. Okay. Keegan, what is your number three, sir? <coughs> I'm going to have to go with Quinn, uh, Quinn Hughes as well. <clears throat> um, you know, being over in Vancouver, he's actually he's definitely produced. Uh, he's up there with Tony D'Angelo in points. Uh, definitely a uh, a solid a solid feeder player. Uh, 45 assists. You can't. I mean, you can't go wrong asking for that many assists from a defender. Yeah, and my number two, funny enough, is Quinn Hughes. I think he's been absolutely incredible playing on that Canucks team. Um, I guess they're not completely out of the playoffs right now. They could they could still make it, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they're okay. they're tied with Nashville. Yeah, so they're still sitting pretty, and he's looked great this season. And I don't think the rest of that team is super good outside of uh, Elias Peterson and, and a few other key players. But he has definitely been a bright spot, and uh, I think if he continues the clip, he's going to be is at. There's going to be a huge conversation between him and Kale McCarr, who is he's my number one on just in general i think he's been great and uh you know teammate <laughs> of nathan mckinnon just because of their chemistry i have him at number one which is gail mccarr so uh dakota go ahead and give your i guess your number two and number one there all right well my number one was kale mccarr so thank you for that uh roman yossi's <laughs> my number two though because he's he's fucking he's holding it down with nashville man uh, Nashville's been kind of inconsistent. I know they're finally seeming to click into gear, and then, you know, season gets postponed. But uh, Yossi's a big part of that defense. He's a solid player. Uh, Well-deserved at number two, though. And then number one, of course, is Kevin McCarr. So. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to step on your number one there. And, no, uh, it's okay. Once I'm getting used to it. Once again, uh, if you guys can't, if you guys haven't noticed, this is not one of our most formatted shows, listeners. Uh, we're just pulling off the cuff. And uh, yeah, so the confusion on Quinn Hughes and Kel McCart earlier off my notes, I once again apologize for. I know I'm getting buried through this on Twitter. So oh, man, it's, you can't, it's not much worse than when I mistook uh, Brad Richards, Mike Richardson, and uh, Mike Richards <laughs> for each other. That is true. <laughs> I guess it's not that bad. Yeah. Uh, Keegan, give us your twos and ones, bro. Uh, number two is going to be Cole McCar- uh, Kale McCarr. Uh, definitely holding it down in Colorado, doing his thing. Definitely proud to see that, especially from a uh, from such a young defender. But um, number one, Ryan Graves, also in Colorado. I mean, the dude's got a plus minus of 40. Uh, definitely has been a... Uh, um, how do you, how do you say that? He's been he, pivotal in their in their defense. Yeah, he definitely he definitely has been pivotal. Um, he, on stats wise, he's like you're looking at it, you're like, all right, well, you know, he's no kale, but at the same time, you're like, well, wait a minute, when you watch him play, then you can start to sit there and be like, all right, he definitely has his uh, he he definitely has his his play. Yeah, and the more and more I think about it, there's there's I would. I would, if I'm looking at this list retrospectively, and I actually said he was going to be on my list, which is John Carlson. I'd probably pull Krug off for Carlson. I think he's just 
been great. I think he's like, was he leading the league as defensive defenseman points. He has like seventy five. Um, just hard not to put him on the list. So sorry, Krug, bud. Yeah, you got to move down. I ain't put Carlson on there. Uh, <laughs> now he's gonna flame us on Twitter. <laughs> yes. Sorry, Krug. What are you gonna do? Send Marshand after me? It's fucking. He's gonna like you, dude. And you're gonna get coronavirus. <laughs> I'm just worried that I'll step out of a door and he'll slew foot me and I'll tear my ACL or some shit because he's a trash garbage person. <laughs> he's just there picking up your garbage and does that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all of that checks out. All of that checks out of Brad Marchand being a trash garbage person. Um, well, I mean, it is no, Brad man. Marchand. Let's let's be real about this. <laughs> I just, I've seen him slew foot so many people, not as much lately, but before he became like an elite point getter, let's say the past two years, if you watch him play like two or three years ago, he was even more of a trash bin than he is now. Um, He's just a hard person to like, and he's definitely a dickhead. (laughs) Like he acknowledges that, but if you're a Boston fan, that's your dickhead. So it's fine. If you're a Boston fan, that's your guy. If you played for the devils, I'd probably feel the same way. Like, uh, if I go back and look at Claude Lemieux's time on the Devils, I'm like, I fucking love Claude. Hold on. Hey, hey buddy, who's who's your favorite team? I'm Bruin. Yeah, you're a Boston fan, that's right. Yeah. So so what were you saying again there, Chris? What, who's? <laughs> All right, well, let me break this down for your child. <laughs> Brad Marchand. We're going to introduce you to the chats. <laughs> I, I don't care. I'll tell a kid that Brad Marchand's bad. <laughs> yeah, you gotta spread the truth. <laughs> no, I mean, Brad, Brad Marchand definitely uh, not probably the hype that he has. I think the hype that he has mostly comes from his chirpiness and his uh, his his uh, his fighting prowess, I guess would be the word. Yeah, um, I don't fights too. Didn't I mean, get, oh yeah. Didn't he get rocked by P.K. Subban, who's like not a fighter, though? <laughs> like, I don't get the Marchand thing, like how someone's not squished him yet. Well, actually, I do get that. It's his name is Zadino Chara, so that's the <laughs> aftermath you would have to deal Godzilla with. Godzilla after you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if you squish Mothra, you now have to deal with Godzilla. I guess. Um, no, what I was saying is like I get it. Like you know, if you're a Marchand fan, you're a Boston fan. Marchand is your guy. Like you should be behind him. Um, as a fan, like uh, like I said, 95 Devils, Claude Lemieux, man. Like a lot of people hate Claude Lemieux, but I look very fondly on Claude Lemieux because he was a huge integral part of the Devils' first Stanley Cup. So I get it. And, and Claude is known as like a kind of the same player as Marshan, just a goon without really fighting prowess, we'll say, who kind of turtles in certain situations. So uh, yeah, I, I, I totally get it, but I also still hate Brad Marshan. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? It's kind of a weird week. We once again apologize. Obviously, we can't do anything about the entire world ending, but um, hopefully we were at least entertaining for everyone. Um, yeah, and uh, be sure to drop us, uh, if, if you if you want to hear more about my history of uh, KFC, be sure to just leave us a review and let me know, because I'll, uh, I'll gladly, I'll, I'll go into the full history of fast food. I find it <laughs> fascinating. No, for Amen. real, uh, just wash your hands, people. It's not hard to do. Sure, <laughs> it's people. Is that how we're going out? I mean, I mean I obviously, obviously it is hard to do, or else hand. we wouldn't be here. Yes. 
Well, it's what a beer death. Virus Wash well. your hands. If one person caught it and coughed, and you're within six feet of them, you have a high probability of catching it, regardless of whether you wash your hands or not. Well, I don't the care. You wash your hands anyway. You can. It doesn't matter how much you wash your hands. I mean, always just wash your hands. Like, be a good person. Don't walk around with shit hands or whatever, but... Shit <laughs> <laughs> hands. That sounds like a <laughs> shitty grunge band. And by no means am I a scientist, but, like, probably a good idea to just wash your hands in general. I feel like it's weird that I have to say that. But also, like, you can still, you know, this this thing can still affect you whether you're washing your hands 45 times a day okay, or Okay, well, let me update it. Be safe, people, please. In these <laughs> trying, boring, apocalyptic, dystopian times, just be safe. I've been going with be kind to one another because I feel like it's not... For me, it's not the worrisome of people staying at home or whatever. It's more the worrisome of like someone stabbing someone at Walmart over like a can of beans or some shit. Like everyone, chill out. Be nice to one another. <laughs> like think about the fact that if if you may be a carrier of this virus, you don't necessarily want to pass it to you know someone that's seventy five years old. Just just be kind. Try to be a good person. Keegan, what what uh, you got anything to send everyone out on? You got any topics you want to talk about? Because I'm pretty sure we're just about to wrap this thing up. Um, I mean, I could mention WrestleMania, but <laughs> <laughs> so I all right. So it's not normally that I would say nice things about Vince, but he, you know, they suspended the XFL season. It looks like they're going to be paying some of those uh, stadium employees. And it also looks like everyone is still getting their game checks because they canceled the season, but they're still getting paid. So good on Vince for that because I, you know, these guys, some of these professional football players, this is kind of their like, let's call it a last chance you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, um, you know, outside of going to Canada or playing in some weird league like that, this is their last opportunity kind of in America in a lot of situations. So uh, it's weird that they did empty arena shit last night. Uh, I talked about that on another podcast called uh, wrestling geeks Alliance. You can listen to, but uh, as far as Vince and the way he he's handled the sports section of his business uh, has been uh, to me upstanding. So can't shit on Mr. Vince McMahon too hard today. Keegan, any thoughts on Vince McMahon or anything else you want to talk about, bud? <laughs> I mean, honestly, you know, Vince is Vince. I, I, I love to hate him. He's, he's the perfect heel for the, for the picture of the company. There. Um, I got, I got nothing else though. Besides that, I was gonna make a joke, but I got nothing. Get no jokes. I mean, you know, he, everyone's worried <laughs> if, he, if he's gonna cancel WrestleMania. I mean, this is the same guy who had a show continue after one of the biggest names in his his sports entertainment brand died in front of everyone. He was like, "No, no, no, fuck it, keep going." You know, I, I think we're talking about Owen Hart, man. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, all right. <laughs> Welcome to the Owen Hart podcast, <laughs> in which we question a lot of Vince McMahon's decisions on Owen Hart, like one. Why does he need to drop from the rafters? Two, Two. why was it a quick release? Like a <laughs> yeah. Three, why did you uh, keep rolling after that? 
Yes. All, all of those things are definitely questions that you could look at Vince McMahon and be like, not necessarily the smartest decision. Um, I I'm going to call in the Wrestling Geeks Alliance and ask these questions. I wish you would. It would be fun. Yes. I mean, Vince's response would be... Same questions. <laughs> Vince's response would be... The sh- Vince's response would be the show must go on because uh, wrestling at its core is still a carny act in a lot of ways. And uh, I'm a huge wrestling fan, but that, I mean, that's how it originated. That's how it started. So show must go on. You got, you know, 20,000 people there. Can't shut it down. But the actual answer is nowadays you can shut it down, should shut it down. Do I think you would have done it different now in today's political climate? Definitely. 100 percent they would have just shut it down everything would have been golden but this is also vince circa you know the 90s when everything was fucking insane anyways i mean bar bam margera had like three tv shows so <laughs> i'm just saying um now, all jokes aside hopefully we provided you guys with some entertainment and, and like we said just be safe and uh try to be nice to people and <laughs> wash your ass hands yes, uh, wash your shit hands I'm going to let everyone give their tags then we're going to head this out Dakota go ahead and give your tags and uh, yes, say whatever you, you want to say to the people you can find my new uh, my new garage band shit hands playing at your local <laughs> pub this 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 Thursday evening no you can catch me on Twitter Atlas Shock Dakota um, nowhere else really I'm not much of a social butterfly Alrighty, Keegan, go ahead and give a shout out to the people and uh, anything else you want to end the show on. Alright, Skates the Throats fans, Lolo Keegan is out. Uh, it's going to be LOLO space Keegan on the Xbox, LOLO underscore Keegan on the bird. Um, I don't know, maybe I'll get out there and do something more. Uh, I'm. We're all going to sit here and apologize for the slow week. You know, there's not much we can do about it. It tends to happen. Uh, normally not to this <laughs> level of nothing going on. Um, this is torturous. Well, yeah, I, I mean... The, I, I will definitely be going is... to see in shit hands. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Debut album coming next, coming next June. Am I the guitarist in this band? What is going on? Yes. You are, you are the guitarist, but you play a banjo. Okay. okay. Well, this is gonna sound epic. What the hell kind of genre is this? Hold on now. It's, it's grunge. It's like country punk grunge. If I had to quantify it. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. Work in the fields. <laughs> Plow the land. I just like to think that we're only doing Walk by Pantera, but with banjo. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta throw in one face no more. Like terrible Cajun accents. <laughs> oh, alright. Well everyone, you can hit me at, at Chris R. Patton on Christopher.rpatton on Facebook, uh Chris.rpatton on Instagram. I don't really post to Instagram. Uh no offense. I'm also on the, the YouTube and uh, I will be online later playing some hockey. So if you're bored and you're stuck in your house. Uh, maybe you can catch these hands and look up Shaquille O'Kill on Xbox Live. <laughs> catch these shit hands. Um, everyone, be <laughs> safe. Be kind to one another. And as always, let the geek vibes be with you. Peace out. Later.